Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Well, good afternoon, and welcome to Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. At least I hope it's a beautiful day in your neighborhood, wherever you are, and whatever time it happens to be where you happen to be right now. Amen? And a a good Afternoon to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian, Protestant, non-denominational, Holy Church of God. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. And we welcome you in Jesus' name. And uh, thank you for all of our lively speakers in the MIC radio chat. We want to encourage everyone to join us in our chat room, and our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is MiracleInternetChurch.com, and when the page comes up across the banner, you'll see MIC Radio Chat. Click that link. When the page comes up, click Guest. Then type in your name, or your handle. You can't use user because somebody else already picked that. Full of other nondescript ones you can't choose because somebody else chose those. So you actually have to use your name or a much more creative handle. Amen? Amen. Robert, that was funny, wasn't it? (laughs) Amen. So, We invite you to join us and sign in and say good morning or good afternoon to everyone, and everybody will respond to you, too. We're very kind, very loving, very friendly family of God, and we encourage you to join in. Now, um, you do know that the scriptures are going to be posted in the chat room during the broadcast, so if you miss something... It'll be posted there for you to get it. Amen? Amen. Praise God. And for those of you who are on a cell phone, you may use your browser to find MiracleInternetChurch.com. And um, I would suggest that you scroll down and uh, find the appropriate link and use it. Amen? You can sign in. And then do whatever else you need to do. Praise the Lord. Somebody asked about giving. They're having a problem with um, whatever, however they were giving before. And I let them know that on the website, right across the banner, there's a link that says giving at Miracle Internet Church. And it will tell you everything you need to know about how to give. Amen. We pray over the offering in the name of Jesus Christ, over your tithes, over your giving, and we ask the Lord to bless it and to increase you and to make you more productive and more efficient with wisdom and honoring his name. Amen. In the name of Jesus. 
We also, um, it's starting to warm up. It's starting to warm up outside. And it's not quite warm enough yet. But when it gets warm enough, we will uh, let you know, I'll announce it on the broadcast, when we're open for baptisms again. If you desire to be baptized, you will need to contact Brother Bill in the chat room when we are live on the air, or you will need to email me at gproom at outlook.com. That's gproom at outlook.com so that we can discuss the particular of that. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So, I've been looking forward to this. It is. It's 82. I didn't know that. Well, thanks for letting me know. I've been looking forward to this this morning for some time. And I, I know that the Lord has some words for us that maybe we're not expecting. Um, We've been talking about um, the spiritual aspect of this particular situation, but today the Lord's going to talk to us about a more physical aspect. So I would suggest that everyone listen and receive what God has to say and apply it to your life. I know that there's some people that don't quite have the right picture of applying it to your life. Well, you know, this time of year, people are applying sunscreen to their skin. There are people who are not who are applying lotion to their skin. Usually they put it on and they rub it in until it well. There's more to it when you're applying the word of God to your life. But the idea is for it to go from the outside to the inside. And that's what God's looking for, for the word that he gives us to go from the outside to the inside. Amen? To the inside. He wants us to live on this word. Amen? And so he takes us a step at a time. So we get it. Amen? So we all get it together. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. We've got all kind of temperatures here. What's the temperature in Canada? Does anybody know? Who knows what the temperature is in Canada? Somebody will tell me in a minute. Ah. Well, I tell you, it's warmer in Florida than it is in Canada. But maybe after a while, somebody from the U.K. will tell us what the temperature is there. That would be nice, too. Amen. Praise the Lord. God is so good to us. You know, we're actually in over 100 countries, and some people are aren't going to get to hear this and until later today. But they're going to hear the very same sermon with the same anointing that you receive. And they're going to get just as blessed. Amen? 
Amen. Wow. Seven degrees. Okay. My, that's interesting too. Well, the Lord is with us regardless to what the temperature is, wherever you happen to be. We're all together in the body of Christ, and the Holy Spirit keeps us all together. Amen? Amen. And hopefully it warms up in the U.K., amen? (laughs) Hopefully it warms up. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, for all of our new listeners, we begin our services with the celebration of Holy Communion. And the reason, one of the reasons we're still yakking is to give you time to go get your elements. Amen? And if you would like to participate, just use whatever you happen to have there. Ask the Lord to bless it, and we will participate in Holy Communion together. Amen? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we honor you. We bless the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for the love of God that sent Jesus Christ to the cross to die for our sins. He was the atoning sacrifice that was needed so that we would escape eternal damnation. I want to thank you, Lord, for the peace of God that passes all understanding. We want to thank you that Jesus purchased our peace. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we have been healed. We will never know all of the benefits of being in Christ while we're here on the earth. But those that that have been revealed to us through the word of God, we thank you for, Father. We thank you for our inheritance in Jesus. We thank you for the holy angels of God. We thank you for the protection of, of God. We thank you for the word of God. We thank you for the armor of God. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the mist, Lord. We thank you for your warring, linking angels, your praising angels, and your ministering spirits, your ministering angels, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that we're covered in every direction, that we are under the shadow of your wings. We want to thank you, Father, that you're looking over each of us, every one of us right now. You know what we think. You know what we're feeling. You know what's on our mind. And you love every one of us, Lord. You love us all. And you're desirous of each of us growing in love and in faith. So, Lord, we come to you, stretching our arms out to you, Thanking you, receiving of your mercies, Lord, that are new every morning, and the benefits that you have for us, Lord. We want to thank you. We want to give you praise. We want to give you glory and honor, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. And, Father, we repent of our sins. We repent of our iniquities, and we turn from them. We repent of the sins of our ancestors. We repent of all the times, Lord, where we had a perception that it was your will for us to do one thing, but we did something else. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us for being wayward, for being self-willed and self-directed. 
because the spirit, the children of God, the sons of God, are led by the Spirit of God. We want to thank you for that, Father. We want to thank you for the leading of the Holy Spirit. We want to thank you that the Holy Spirit indwells us, Lord. Hallelujah. And without him, we don't even belong to you. So we thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. And we trust you with our lives, Lord. We trust you with our lives. Amen? Amen. So now, if you have your elements ready, you can finish repenting to the Lord, and we can begin. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when, hallelujah, and when he had given thanks, he break it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you very much. Thank you, Lord. He break it. Amen. And said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Partake of the bread. After the same manner also, he took the cup when he had supped. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Partake of the cup. Amen. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep or are dead. For if we would judge ourselves, We should not be judged, but when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Amen? Praise the Lord. That we should not be condemned 
with the world. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're so gracious to us. You're so giving. You're so good to us, Lord. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lord. We just give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Lord. We trust you with our lives. Amen. Praise the Lord. We trust you with our lives. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you that you've given us the spirit of truth, the spirit of truth to wear. It's ours. It's our armor. We put on the breastplate of righteousness, and our feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Yes, Lord, it's the gospel of peace that's on our feet. We take the shield of faith where we shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, We make sure we have on our helmet of salvation, and we take the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Lord, we thank you that we're covered by the blood of Jesus. We have repented of our sins, and now in your blood our sins are washed away. We're the head and not the tail, and no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. We ask you, Lord, to keep unwholesome words from proceeding from our mouth. Yes, Lord, we must yield to your spirit. We must deliberately choose to change. And we thank you for the grace and help and comfort of the Holy Spirit. We thank you that you are our shepherd, Lord, and that we will not want, because you have supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory. And we can do all things through Jesus Christ who gives us the strength. So we cast all of our cares upon you because you care for us. We thank you, Father. We thank you and we give you praise. We thank you and we give you praise, Lord. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, and demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, and orders. We cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous in the name of Jesus. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his power. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man, 
and dethroned them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing him in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks unto the heads of the devil that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whispers, all familiar demons, all electronic and digital demons, technology demons, and their attacks, all Leviathan spirits and their attacks, Kundalini spirits and their attacks, even their psychic attacks, all water and marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, all passive devils and their attacks, all pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, and smart dust all sorcery devils and their attacks, all seducing and womanizing and drone spirits. The Havana syndrome, the brain changes, all injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. We bind all whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger and their attacks and the charmers, all hypnotic trance devils and their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices, Upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians We bind every order of magic and mystic art We bind all electromagnetic attacks Smart technology and particle attack Technopaganism, mind control by the occult All targeted radio frequencies All pulse weapons and their attacks Microwave attacks Debilitating sonic frequencies and their attacks The work of every druid What comes off the uh, satellite what comes off the cell towers, 5G and their components, all EMF attacks. We bind all Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, indigenous persons and such groups, Caribbean and Latin American, black and white magic. We bind the Obita man in Jesus' holy name. We bind on Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils, all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedication. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, and supplanting the gods of the people of the land and the gods of the grove, and every spirit that exalts science, human logic and reasoning and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind mammon and his agents and all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, Defile, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, corrupt, undermine, and and despise, and reduce the effectiveness 
of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of the generation of fools and the spirit of the fool and the anger of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We return to sender according to the covenant all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us, no demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind in the name of Jesus. We bind all vampire spirits that try to suck our energy away. Voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order and New Age movement, the spirits and the works of the oppressors, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirit and the children of disobedience, make-believe, fantasy, la-la land, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices, lewdness, perversion, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, bio-PK, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind the king of pride, all of his underlings, and his entire kingdom in the name of Jesus. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness. We bind all demonic blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Basilek, Molech, Python, Baphomet, and 72, Neptune, Atlas, Zeus, Mammon, Apollyon, Kali, and all gods and goddesses. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, ceremony, and rite. We bind the work of the Demole and all associated groups in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head, according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control. In Jesus' name, we bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. 
Lord, we have come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve whom we serve and obey. We pray, Father, for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere, but especially those that are persecuted. We also pray for peace in Ukraine, Father, in Russia, and in all the parts of the world where people are worried about a world war, where people's hearts are fainting, are, are fearful, and are fainting, Lord. They're giving up because they feel helpless that things are happening that they have no input in, no control over, but they are being treated as though they're less than human beings. We want to thank you, Father, that we know the truth and the truth has made us free. We ask you, Lord, to help us to realize this to the point that we cling to the freedom that you have given us through your victory at the cross, Lord. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Amen. Praise the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over the animals and demons of the road, And we cover our vehicles, even if it's not our personal vehicle, even if it's an airplane or a helicopter, whatever it may be. The animals and demons and spirits that cross our path won't. We thank you that your angels go before us, Father. We take authority, dominion, and power over demons of the night, bad dreams, nightmares, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams, and we command them to stay away. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness, and we send them in the cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We thank you for your protection for us, Father. We bind the devils coming through the computers, through the cell phones, through the technologies, and Uh, Through the video games, through the movies, over the radio, over the television. We pull out. In the name of Jesus Christ, our fiery darts, pins, needles, spear, voodoo, and everything else being sent to us. If you keep having voodoo pins, why don't you pull them out with the blood of Jesus in Jesus' name? Don't just sit there getting uh, palmated with voodoo pins. You pull those things out in the name of Jesus and you send them back wherever they came from, according to the covenant in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Just 
send it right back where it came from. Pull that thing out and send it back in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We cut and burn all ungodly silver cords and ley lines and soul ties, attachments, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, covenants, agreements, garlands, consents, oaths, contracts. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we appeal to the righteous judge. And we call for his adjudications on every contract that we are a part of in Jesus' name. Whether we entered it of our own accord, Lord, or by proxy, or because we belong to a certain group of persons. Example, uh, the group that we have insurance with. However we entered into such agreements, Father, we ask for your adjudications upon them all in the name of Jesus Christ. We tear down all walls of protection, any kind of protection, around shamans, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, artificial intelligence, sorcerers, divinators. We break the power of all the curses, hexes, vexes, Spells, charms, fetishes, psychic thoughts, psychic prayers, voodoo, magic, sorcery, mind control, witchcraft, bewitchment, death, pain, torment, all sickness and illness, psychic warfare, I read that it is psychic power being sent at us, prayer chains, incantations, incense and candle burning, ungodly blessings, voodoo, crystals, root work, tribal rituals and other sins. We bind you in the name of Jesus, and we return you from whence you came in the name of Jesus Christ according to the covenant. And we thank you, Father, for your blessings upon your people in Jesus' name. We thank you for your blessings upon your people in the name of Jesus Christ. And the church said amen and amen. The church said amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, saints, I just know that this sermon be for all of us. Why? Why would I say that? Because I just know that you're just doing the right things because they're right. So, Amen. You're just do we're doing the right things because they're right. But this is the sermon that the Lord gave us for today. And he can't be wrong. Amen. So since he's right, we're going to humble ourselves and receive this word. Amen. Amen. He wouldn't have given it to us if it didn't apply to us. Mm, think about that. He wouldn't have given it to us if it did not apply to us. He's not talking to somebody that's never heard of us until they do. Amen? He's talking to us. So we need to hear this word. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's alarming. That's right. It's alarming. Good afternoon, saints. 
The Lord has come to our rescue, and aren't we glad? The Lord himself has come to our rescue, and aren't we glad? It's alarming. It's alarming. It's alarming. Your alarm system is going off. Yes, it is. It can be heard all the way in heaven. That's right. Your alarm system is going off. It's ringing everywhere, and it can be heard all the way to the throne of God. You say, Pastor, I don't hear anything. Well, listen. The heart beats faster. Digestive juice begin to flow to speed up the fueling process. Hormones are released into the bloodstream. Your alarm system prepares you for physical action. That's right. Our alarm system prepares us for physical action. When we act, the tension or stress is released. That's right. Stress is our alarm system. And it can be heard all the way to the throne of God. We have more than enough stimulation in our world. And the church said amen. Bank accounts are freezing. Empty shelves in the stores. High gas prices. War on the horizon. A tyrant to the north. Stampedes of foreigners. Liars everywhere Finances running low And even more Some stress Or stimulation If you prefer Is profitable It keeps us going It keeps us from becoming Stagnant And on a sort of Lackadaisical point of view But the indicator on the alarm says that we've entered into the danger zone. That's right. We've entered into the danger zone. Ernest Hemingway, who was a great writer, once said, the world breaks everyone, and afterwards many are strong At the broken places Really? Well think about it If you've ever broken a bone And I have You'll find That when it mends The place where it was weak And broke Previously Will come back stronger It's like a patch Is put there And it's stronger Place where it broke than it was before it broke. Amen? I know. I've had that experience several times. And so the Bible says, saying, that we can be stronger too. It's not just our bones. We can be stronger too. In Nahum chapter 1, verse 7, Nahum, that's in the Old Testament. 
if you go all the way to the end, to Malachi, and go back to Zechariah, then Haggai, then Zephaniah, then Habakkuk, then you find Nahum. Amen? He's in there. He's the consoler. Nahum chapter 1, verse 7. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knoweth them that trust in him. God knows who's trusting him and who's running around on the hot air that they hear through the mainstream media. Amen. He's good to us, saints. He's a stronghold. He's like a great big fort that we can run into in the day of trouble and be safe. That's who he is to us. Amen. That's what he calls himself, a stronghold in the day of trouble. The righteous run into him, and they are safe. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. How so, you say? Well, saints, the Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle lives in you. I'll say that again. The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle lives in you. That's how. He's told us to abide in the vine, and since strength and might are in the vine, if we are abiding in the vine, it will flow to us. It will flow to us. Romans chapter 8, verse 11. Romans chapter 8, verse 11. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken or make alive your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. I used to quote that scripture every morning before going to work. Because sometimes I had worked several shifts in a row with very little very little rest. And so I would confess before heaven that the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in me. And he shall quicken my mortal body. Because it needed some quickening about that time. Amen? Colossians chapter 1, verse 27. Colossians chapter 1, verse 27. To whom God would make known 
what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles. Say, it's for me, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So you see, the might and the power that you need dwells within you through the Holy Spirit. God lives in you. He's with you. He's everywhere. He's in heaven, but he lives in you. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Thing, we can adapt to change. Yes, we can. We might not necessarily care for the change that we must adapt to. However, we can adapt to change. Change in our world and change in our lives. Many years ago, dinosaurs and other animals that God created roamed the earth. Then something happened. And within a short period of time, most of these animals became extinct. They're not around anymore. Scientists have investigated this matter. And their conclusion is this. The dinosaurs and other animals that are now extinct could not adapt to the change. Whatever the change was that changed their world and their environment, they were not able to adapt, so they became extinct. You see, adapting is necessary for survival. Adapting to change is necessary for survival. Initially, our bodies manage the stressors that come against us by eating or sleeping. Our inner chemistry. Our defense systems work so well that most of the time we are not even consciously aware of what is going on. See how good God our creator is? It's almost as if we have an automatic system that kicks in whenever stress shows up. But When we exceed the limit and move into overload, the system breaks down and results many times in illness. That's right. You know, some of us don't yet know when to stop. Some of us just go and go and go and go. You know, like the man, it's, time to make the donuts, it's time to make the donuts, it's time to make the donuts. And we act like that in real life. We just have so much to do on our list of things to do that we can't stop because we're afraid that if we don't hurry up and get it done, that we'll be dead before we finish the list. 
Amen. Or ouch, whichever you prefer. You see, some of us are convincing ourselves that we're actually younger chronologically than we are and that we can do the same things we could do when we were in our 20s now that we're much older. I think we need to walk in truth in that matter. We need a proper evaluation and assessment of the situation, and we need to choose to walk in truth. That's right, truth. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth, and he will lead you and guide you into all truth. So when you decide that you can do all of those 12 things on your list of things to do when you only have four hours to get it done, you might want to check in with him to see if you're actually living the truth. Mm-hmm. Amen. In Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3, Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3, thou will keep him in perfect peace. This is a promise from God to us, saints, whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. You see, when you finally come to the understanding down, down deep in your inner man that your heavenly Father loves you, he's given his very best for you, he's created a world for you, and whatever is going on, he's going to take care of you. When you finally decide to trust him with even the smallest of details and you choose to focus on his goodness, he will keep you in perfect peace. But it's a decision that you will have to enact every single day, even on Sunday. Amen? Even on Sunday. Without expending the energy triggered by stress, the body reacts to overloaded systems with various ailments. That's right. The body cannot bear being overly stressed all the time. It wasn't designed to be overly stressed all the time. Picture this. You crank up the engine on a car, and it idles for a little while. Well, that's okay. That's pretty good for the, for the vehicle. But you can't leave it sitting there idling all day long and into the next day and into the next day and into the next day without ever turning it off. That's not going to be good. Amen? And some of us are like that. We've got the engine all revved up, and we want it to run on 100% go all the time. But, saints, that's not the way God designed us. And we have to learn to walk within the boundaries that he has given us for holy living. That's right. 
we have to learn to live within the boundaries of holy living. It's called holiness. It's called righteousness. And some of us have done what the world calls burning the candle at both ends. Well, you know, sooner or later you run out of wick. Amen. It's real. Praise the Lord. We have this assignment that we must do. So we're never asleep hardly ever, and we're overrun with all these different thoughts coming in and out, and who knows which thought is what. Well, saints, you're over your boundary, and you're opening a door for the enemy. So, saints, the Holy Spirit will help us to release and relieve the undue stress if we ask him to. He'll help us. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy. We need his mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We have to ask. Thus saith the Lord, in an acceptable time have I heard thee, and in a day of salvation I help thee, and I will preserve thee. God will preserve us. Stress is an unavoidable situation of life. It does not matter whether you're still in the womb or if you've come out, if you've had your coming out day. Stress is still there to be reckoned with. Both pleasant and not so pleasant experiences Contribute to the dilemma It is therefore Very helpful It is therefore Very helpful To know And to understand How stress Affects you Personally And specifically I'm going to say that again Because this is a pivotal Point of this message It is therefore very helpful to know and understand how stress affects you personally and specifically. It's important. The Lord is wanting us to pinpoint this. He wants us to get down to the point where we come to him, where we ask him to help us, and to show us how we allow stress to affect each of us and specifics on that matter. Yes, this is very personal. Some endure stress more successfully than others. Not to mention 
that your ability to cope varies from day to day. Sometimes you can feel stress moving in on you, and that's the time you need to start your spiritual warfare. Sometimes you can feel it moving in on you. That's the time to move into warfare, even if you're still brushing your teeth. Okay. You have 15 minutes to get to your appointment, and now you can't find your phone nor your keys. You're running around, looking here, looking there, trying to retrace your steps, trying to see what you did, and on and on and on and on and on. I remember this commercial for a hamburger. I can't tell you which hamburger it was, but I think it was a hamburger commercial. And this young lady was running all over the place in her home trying to find her glass. I mean, she was tearing the place up, trying to find her glasses. And toward the end of the commercial, she found them right on her head. And some of us are just that way. Amen? Some of us are just that way. All right. The bill from the power company came. We were waiting to pay it. And it is now $100 higher than you intended to mention that the car needs a set of new tires and a new battery. Time to do your spiritual warfare before your emotions take over. Okay. You've applied for four different positions, and you finally heard from one of them. And they want to interview you. So do you raise your hands because you're sure? (laughs) Okay. You know what I mean. Psalm 118, verse 16. Psalm 118, verse 16. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord doeth valiantly. Well, what's the right hand of the Lord going to do? Well, Psalm 118, verse 14. The Lord is my strength and song and is become my salvation. The Lord is the strength that I need right now to deal with the stress that I feel approaching. He is my song. And if I open my mouth and release the song of the Lord, It stills the avenger. It stops the stress in its tracks. And he's become my salvation because he's taking me through it. Amen? Amen? You see, we can't just read the words. We've got to do them. We have to learn to do them. Psalm 28, verse 7. Psalm 28, verse 7, the Lord is my strength and my shield. He stands between me and whatever is coming against me. He's my strength. 
he's the power that I need to withstand. And he stands between me and whatever is coming against me. My heart trusted in him. You see, I trusted him, and therefore I received his help. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoices, and with my song will I praise him. Amen. With my song, I will praise him. Physical stress also includes any injury, sinus infection, virus, cold, a temperature change, having to expend energy in a way that is not customary to us, running if you are accustomed to a slow walk, standing a long time if you usually sit, and many other issues. These are all stresses. Sitting in traffic. When you have some place to go and you need to get there soon. These are all stresses. But you see, we have to deal with them not in the flesh, but in the spirit. We have to deal with the physical side of stress in the spirit sense. God is calling us to recognize this. Amen. We must learn to recognize our own personal stressors. We must learn to recognize own personal stressors so that we can manage our stress times instead of becoming stressed out. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll say that again for somebody We must learn to recognize our own personal stressors So that we can manage our stress time Instead of becoming stressed out Mental stress should be dealt with By submitting to the word of God Amen. The Bible tells us what we are allowed to think. Tells us in Philippians chapter 4. I know because we memorized it during a fast, didn't we sing? Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, not worldly peace, the God kind of peace, which passes all understanding, shall keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Amen? So we have the answer. We just need to do the answer. We need to do the answer. The argument with a loved one or a reprimand from the boss must be brought before God's throne. 
lest we jump to the conclusions of the enemy and open a door up for satanic attack. Those disruptions, those upheavals, upsetting things, we need to take them to the throne. You see, because in the emotional response to it, we can falsely evaluate the situation. We can add presumption and innuendo and judgment and false accusation and all kinds of mess, unbelief, doubt, fear, all of it. No. When those situations occur, you run to the throne of God. They have to be brought before God's throne, lest we jump to the conclusions of the enemy and open a door. Now, we don't want that now, do we? Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 33. Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 33. Who shall lay anything, anything at all, to the charge of God's elect. It is God that justifies. It's God that justifies us, not ourselves, not anyone else. Sometimes the Lord will tell you in a situation, don't open your mouth. Don't attempt to defend yourself. Even though you had done nothing wrong, he'll just tell you, stand there and take it. You have grace. You've matured this far. Stand there and be quiet. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yes, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness, or peril, or sword? Shall a war separate us from the love of Christ? No. No. For it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded, you need to be persuaded. Suddenly in Ukraine, people had to get up and flee. You need to be persuaded. It could happen to you too. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. You need to be persuaded of that thing. You need to know it down in your knower. You need to know it so deep in you that nothing can shake it. There is nothing that can separate you from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus our Lord. You have to know it for yourself. 
When trouble comes, you've got to already have it in you. It's got to be a part of you. Amen? John chapter 3, 1 John chapter 3, verse 20. If our heart condemn us, if our conscience is bothering us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then we have confidence toward God. If we have a clear heart and mind, we can go before the throne of God with confidence. Yes, we can. Our conscience should be clear when we stand before the Lord. But if it isn't, repentance is still available. Praise the Lord forevermore. Repentance is still available. A threat will initiate fear if we are not on our toes, if we are not alert, especially the fear of loss. I know it's difficult for many of us to imagine what it's like to go to sleep one night and to wake up the next morning and realize that you have to grab whatever you can grab that's essential for your living, essential for your survival, and get a small bag and get your family and your things together and flee because you've got to get out of the country to save your life. But people have had to do that recently. In recent years, people have had to mass migrate from their homeland, from everything they knew and everyone they knew and everybody they loved, what made their life reasonable, sensible, and livable. They had to leave it all and go to a place where many times people were hostile against them and did not receive them well and treated them worse than they treat their own animals. It's happened to a lot of people. And we need to come to the understanding that no matter what happens, it does not separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus our Lord. We've got to hold fast to that thing. We have to hold fast to that. Yes, a threat will initiate fear if we're not on our toes. Those people had a fear of losing what they were leaving behind. They don't know if they're ever going to come back again, and if they come back, will it even be there? Or it may be uncertainty for any number of reasons. I think many of us go through uncertainty over several different situations sometimes all at the same time, and yet we don't recognize it as a form of stress attacking our lives. Amen. Even change may tempt us to fear. In our time, And as we approach the fulfillment 
of all that the Bible warns us of, there are greater stresses than that of previous times. There is much less stability. There no longer is agreement to the standards and morals which shaped our lives. Emphasis on the individual and on individual decision-making has increased the pressures and the uncertainty that foster stress. You see, when I went to school, there was no stress on me to decide if I wanted to be a girl or a boy. I was told as a child that I was a girl. And I accepted that and went right along with it with all the other little girls. When my brother came along, my mother said he was a boy. I asked her, how do you know that he's a boy? So she showed me, and I got the point. I haven't been confused since then. And neither should anyone else be. Our alarm goes off, or we finally become aware of it. In other words, our stress alarm's been going off for a while. It takes us a while to get to the point where God can say, slow down, child. Sometimes we're going just like that. When we realize that a happening, an event, a change is approaching that we must deal with. Our alarm goes off. But does anybody notice? The system is activated when our body is responding as we then feel as though that we can handle anything. You know, a challenge is approaching you. Well, I can handle that. Really? Is that what the Bible teaches us? Recovery happens after the situation is over and the body lets down. Okay, you've been through the challenge. Whatever happened, happened. Whatever the outcome was, took place. And then you go plop. The Lord has been working with us about casting each of our cares upon him and resting in him. Resting in him. We must develop greater awareness of our physical reactions in order to overcome. You see, you have to catch it at the onset. You got to be quick to catch it at the onset. The Lord's saying we're not fast enough. Amen. We just let it roll on until something finally grabs our attention, if it can. And then we're trying to figure out what's wrong. That's the way it is. 
That's the way it is. Our bodies are holding a conversation with us. They are. Our bodies are trying to talk to us. But are we listening? Some common physical signs of stress are some common physical signs of stress are tense muscles, sore neck, sore shoulders, sore back, headache, migraine, cramp, insomnia, difficulty falling asleep or difficulty sleeping through the night. Waking up too early. Fatigue that is not caused by physical exertion. Boredom, dullness, lack of interest, drinking too much, eating too much, too little. Diarrhea, flatulence. Constipation, menstrual irregularities, palpitations, restlessness, itching, and many, many, many more. That's just a few. Sometimes excess sweating is a result of stress. Perhaps some of these suggestions may help you. Amen? Perhaps they may help you. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 19. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 19. Speaking to yourselves. Yes, you have to talk to yourself, God is saying. In Psalms and hymns, and spiritual song, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. You got to talk to yourself with the word of God, he's saying. With psalms, you got an entire book, 150 of them. Hymns and spiritual songs, sing. Sing to the Lord. Let yourself hear you sing to the Lord. It doesn't matter what key you're in as long as the singing takes place. Amen. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest or honorable, whatsoever things are just, Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Shift your focus. Take it off of what's upsetting you, what's irritating you, what's annoying you. And put it back on the Lord. Put it back on the good things 
of life that he has provided. Put it on the blessings you've received. Put it on the blessings that you know are coming. Amen? Amen. Then tell yourself to calm down. Tell yourself to calm down. This is life, not the 50-yard dash. You don't have to get it all finished by the end of the day. Nobody's sitting there timing you. You're all going to make a world record because you got it finished faster than everyone else. If you decide, I need to ring a bell on this one. Ding-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling. If you decide that you are not called to be the Messiah for every situation, you will have less stress and more peace. The Lord says to say that again. If you decide that you are not called to be the Messiah, the Savior, For every situation, you will have less stress and more peace. Overreacting can bring disastrous results. Do you remember Chicken Little? Well, Chicken Little believed that the world is coming to an end. That's what Chicken Little believed. Chicken Little ran around always exclaiming, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. And hysterical reaction to the events that the word of God has foretold is not the response that Jesus provides. He is the prince of peace. Yes, he is. He is the Prince of Peace. In the Gospel of John, chapter 16, verse 33, the Gospel of John, chapter 16, verse 33, Jesus speaks to us. And he said, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world... Ye shall have tribulation, and we have plenty of it. But be of good cheer. Cheer up. I have overcome the world, he said. And he is our example. He says, cheer up. Yes, they did this, they did that, they're doing this, and they've got some more things planned. But cheer up. I have overcome the world. Overcomer of the world lives in you, saints. He lives in you. Amen? Saints, we are not called to paranoia or mass hysteria, but to peace. The moral of the children's story was to have courage even when it feels like the sky is falling. Amen? 
Allow your body to unwind so that healing and restoration can take place. That's right. You have to set the atmosphere physically for healing and restoration to take place. You need to unwind. Remember they used to have those keys that you used to open the can of sardines or the can of Spam, and they wound up very, very, very tightly. Some of us are like that. We need to unwind. Mm-hmm. Some may choose to exercise regularly. This can take the form of a walk around the block. A walk around the block. Not necessarily pumping iron. That's a bit that's a bit far. A walk around the block. Amen. Activate your prayer life. Pray and sing in tongues to the Lord. Or ask yourself, is all of this really worth it? Is it? You know the flesh profiteth nothing. Or learn to deliberately slow down. Learn to deliberately slow down. Quietly resolve any anger, resentment, frustration, irritation, and excitement. Quietly resolve these emotions. Apologize if you are wrong. By his stripes, you have been healed. Your emotions should be healed too. Apply those stripes, those blood stripes of Jesus, to hurts which arise from insensitivity. There's a lot of that going around. And forgive others for their lack of awareness and concern. Amen? It's going to help you in the long run. Ask yourself this. Does the Father want me to be burnt out? Please him? Well, in 3 John 2, 3 John verse 2, he answers this. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. Well, you can ease up on your demands on yourself and others. That's right, some of us have an exaggerated sense of perfection. Everything has got to be just so all the time, just this way. It can't be off, not to the left, not to the right. It's got to be like this. Some of us are that way. 
some of us need to trade in some of that perfection that we have for some peace. We need to go to the foot of the cross and trade in some of that perfection that we insist on for some peace. Amen. You see, our bodies are for the Lord, and you can't stay on the earth without one. You can't witness if you if you can't move. It's hard to do it that way. You have to stay well so the Lord can use you. Amen? Amen. He wants to use you healthy if he can. Build your faith. In the word of God, faith in your relationship with Jesus, and pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Well, can you really do that, Pastor? Uh, If you want to, I believe that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Amen? I believe that you can if you choose to. Learn to relax and rest. Learn to relax and to rest. That's a learning process. Eat properly. Do not skip or rush meals. Have a balanced diet, Robert. Amen. Have a balanced diet. Plan your activities to use time and energy effectively. Now you know that you have to go over on the west side to do something. Well, there's a way to put some of your other errands right in that mix in that area instead of running back and forth cross town from one side to the other. Amen? Sometimes we need to think. We need to ask the Holy Spirit to help us. Make time for some recreation. You know, sometimes recreation can be knitting, and sometimes recreation can be reading a book. You don't necessarily have to spend a lot of money to have recreation. You can go outside and plant a new plant that flowers nicely and looks pretty, and every day you can look at it and smile and thank the Lord. You can go outside and feed the birds. You see, you don't have to be rich to have recreation. You just have to make time for it. Sometimes recreation can be petting the cat. Amen? Think about it. Get enough 
sleep for you. Now, there's one person that I've had to remind this of for years. Just one person. Did you get enough sleep? Well, I slept for six hours, but that doesn't mean you got enough sleep for you. Sometimes when you stay up late at night on the computer, what's on the computer is still bothering you when you try to go to sleep. You don't think about it, but it is. So, get enough sleep for you. Well, how do I know how much that is? Well, the God that made you lives in you. I'm certain he can answer the question if you ask. Amen? Then, release the love of God that is in you. Don't keep it all pent up in your heart. No, express it. Smile. Yes, you can smile. The masks are coming off now. It's okay to smile. Resist hatred. Love. God's love in us is the greatest weapon of self-defense. God's love in us, the greatest weapon of self-defense. The Bible says in Psalm 4, verse 8, Psalm 4, verse 8, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep, for thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. Amen? Thou makest me to dwell in safety. In Psalm 121, verse 3, he says that he will not suffer or allow thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. God's not going to sleep on you going to be there to watch over you. He says in Psalm 127, verse 2, it is vain for you to rise up early and to sit up late and to eat the bread of sorrows, for he giveth his beloved sleep. God's giving again. It's time for us to receive. He says in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 24, When thou liest down, thou shalt not be afraid. Yes, thou shalt lie down, and thy sleep shall be sweet. Psalm 3, verse 5. Psalm 3, verse 5. I laid me down and slept. I awaken, for the Lord sustained me. (sighs) What a relief. What a relief. Psalm 121. Psalm 121. I will lift up mine eyes into the hill, from whence cometh my help. 
My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in. From this time forth and even forevermore. So, saints, some of us need to repent. We need to repent of allowing the world to get us so wound up that we're having a hard time unwinding. Some of us need to go to the Lord and ask for wisdom. Amen? Some of us need to do what the Lord said in this message. And I firmly believe that some of us is actually all of us. Some of us is actually all of us. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Amen. Rise for the benediction, church. Rise for the benediction. Praise the Lord. Father, we want to thank you for this word. It's an uh, enlightening word. It's an encouraging word. It's a convicting word. It's a comforting word. But it's the word of love. It's the word of faith. It's the word of your grace and power to us, and we receive it in Jesus' name. And now the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And the church said amen, amen, and amen. Bye.
Oh, oh, oh.